The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Amisha Gormley. We're two girls obsessed with one thing, beauty. beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We're calling on our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. With a drink in hand. Definitely with a drink in hand. <laughs> You're listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims. Now, Michelle, do you set New Year's resolutions? Do I set or do I keep? That's the big mm-hmm. question, right? Well, do you, do you set them? I do. Do I you do. stick to them? I like to think that I try <laughs> to stick to them. I'm actually going to, I was thinking about my New Year's resolutions. I'm actually going to stick to mine this year. I start off, I'm like, I'm not going to drink. I'm not. I'm going to just walk. But I'm, I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try like to. Have, I, I'm not going to set myself up to fail with that one, <laughs> one, one first resolution you just said. You guys, this conversation brings us to a very special guest. We have fitness guru and social media fitness entrepreneur, Cassie Ho. Cassie, we're so excited. By the way, we're in person and she's as beautiful as she is. And her on abs. That's her, her abs, her beautiful flowing jeans. Oh, we have Cassie you. Ho from Blogilates with us today. She's dedicated her life to being beyond fitness. And she helps people get healthier through fitness, through helping them with emotionally, with their minds, getting them there and feeling ultimately better about their bodies. She has 5.6 million YouTube subscribers. She has 2.1 million Instagram followers. You're incredible. Cassie Ho, we could not be more excited. We're going into 2022. We are. We're going into 2022 with Cassie Ho, who you guys, she's incredible. You have to follow her. You have to see what she does. I know you, but some of my listeners, well, probably all my listeners know you. You have more listeners than I do. We really kind of want to hear your story and how you got here and how you're going to help us get there and stick to it. Okay. So the story is super windy. So I'm just going to let you know ahead of time. Okay. But yeah, basically I did grow up like the fat kid in my class and I didn't even realize I was fat until, you know, of course, another kid points it out. And that memory is burned into my mind. It's one of those things that you don't forget because you grow up, you know, just playing with your sister and drawing and doing homework. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh, there's actually something wrong with me. And from that moment, and I was like six years old when I was like at a dinner table at a family party and like, I know a family friend's kid pointed her finger at me and was like, why are you so fat? Like mid bite. So then I just like start crying. I run into the bathroom, slam the door. My mom's trying to get me out. And like at that moment, I was like, there's something wrong with me. And like that insecurity has really stuck with me this whole time. So a lot of my journey does begin from, you know, a place of trying to figure out, okay, how can I make myself better? Now, not saying that when the kids said that there was something wrong with me because there wasn't, but it started that obsession with being healthy, eating clean, fitness, and all of that. So it didn't start from a good place, but it ended up taking me to a better place. But anyway, moving forward, forward. I had been a competitive tennis player. My dad coached me and everything, but I didn't find the joy in fitness there because that to me was really like just winning and losing. And it wasn't my thing. When I was 16, I discovered Pilates from Mari Windsor Pilates DVDs. Did you guys do that? I remember those. Yes! I, I totally remember those. Yes. Okay. 
So like yes. I would watch those infomercials and I was like, oh my God, I just like want to do what they're doing. They look so graceful. So I begged my parents to buy the DVD. They got me a set, you know, two payments of $19.99 or whatever, right? I remember that. And I would do those videos religiously in my bedroom at night. And then later on in college, I was still doing those videos. And my friends in the dorm were like, hey, what's that? Can you show us? So I started, you know, semi-teaching in the dorms. Then I went on Craigslist looking for like a side hustle. They were looking for a Pilates instructor. I wasn't certified, but I went to audition anyway. The gym um, owner liked me and was like, okay, cool. Can I see your cert? And I was like, uh-oh. And I was like, I don't have that. And she's like, you know what? It's okay. I'm going to pay for your cert. And had she not done that when I was, I think, a freshman in college, I don't think the rest of this story would have happened. It's crazy. And like, you know, when I first started teaching, it was like no money. It was like two people in my class. It was just because it's something that I really enjoyed doing. And like later on, when I graduated from school and I was moving across the country to the East Coast and I was in L.A. at this time, my students at the gym and now my classes were more packed. Now we're like, who else is going to teach pop Pilates? Because I was teaching Pilates with pop music. It was something different that people hadn't seen before. Nobody was doing that. So I said, I'll make a YouTube video for you guys and you can do it anytime you guys miss me. So anyway, I fly cross country, start my new job in something else. And I started getting thousands of views and hundreds of comments, not from my students, but from random people on the internet. And that's how Blogilates got started. And what year was that? And how did you come up with the name Blogilates? <laughs> okay, the year was like 2009, right after I graduated. Wow. And how I came up with the name. So Pilates instructor. So that's the Pilates part. And then I was a blogger. So right. Blogilates. Blogilates. Yes. Yeah. Not bloggy late. Some people say bloggy late when they have yeah. no idea. <laughs> you realize like how much success you've gotten from that moment. I mean, I know it probably doesn't feel overnight, but it is pretty incredible. I mean, you have 5.63 million subscribers. It's crazy. And it's crazy that I get to teach, you know, at any time of day all over the world and I'm not restricted anywhere. And it's really cool because now a lot of girls are doing what I did when I was 16, doing those DVDs in my bedroom. Now they're doing my YouTube videos in their bedroom. Like it's so, it's like so cool. Explain your method. Explain your model. Okay, it is a method and you do have a model. Right, and right, she right. has an app. We'll get <laughs> okay, so my format is pop Pilates and it's essentially Pilates to pop music. And the whole thing is that it should feel like a dance on the mat. I love music. I love dance. And I don't want to think about reps. And I don't want to think about timing. And so that's what I started with at the gyms. That's what became my first format on YouTube and eventually became the official Pilates for 24-Hour Fitness. And today we have about 4,000 classes being taught live all over the world. And, you know, COVID was hard for instructors, but things are starting to ramp back up again. But yeah, those classes are being taught now. So I'm really excited And it's traditional Pilates or is there a special twist that you do? So it's matte Pilates, but it's with, you know, a Cassie Ho blog Pilates twist. So it's a little bit more dancey. We like pulse a lot to the beat. And so it's very like music driven. But the so basic, almost cardio-esque, like do you work up a sweat with it? There are moments when there are like sweat moments. So there's like a skeleton that we use. And, you know, you always start with a standing warm-up with has like plies and squats and things like that. And then there's an ab challenge, a butt challenge. And then there's a cardio portion, which, you know, might have some plank jacks because I'm all about that full body workout. And I don't want it to feel like a workout because it should feel like fun. And yeah. how long should, if someone's listening now and they kind of want to get, they want to get on the boat, they want to get on the fitness track, how long would you suggest people work out for? Well, it depends on what your goal is, right? You have to ask yourself, what is your why? And the length of time 
is going to be how long you're going to allow yourself to accomplish that goal. So it's really going to be different for everyone. For me, it's like, I don't think it's how long. It's like, can this be forever? Like, I need to be able to enjoy it enough that I want to wake up and get so excited to do this every day. And look, like, I've had moments where I was like, super into hot yoga or into Pilates or into dance and then into weightlifting. And you have to allow yourself to change and evolve with the seasons. And you're not going to do the same thing for the rest of your life. I agree. I mean, I think that's the one thing about COVID. We were had a guest on and they were talking about the Flex app and they, you know, you could do Pilates one day. You could do HIT one day. You could do weightlifting Mm -hmm. one day. You could do a Peloton one day. You could do all, maybe not Peloton, but you could do all different kinds of things. And I think it did allow people to try different things, which also is important to kind of mix it up. Yeah, it is so important to mix it up because you're going to end up finding something that you really love and things that you hate. And that's good. Just do more of the things that you love. Yeah. We saw uh, you posted a video with some stretches to make you taller. Yeah. I'm the short one in the relationship here. (laughs) I'm I'm able to tell. Please tell me. She does not need to be taller. Yeah, Molly does not need to be taller. She's good. It's all about posture, right? Because a lot of people, you know, we're hunching over at our computers, at our phones. And so it creates this curved look. Really, the the tallness comes from your potential of tallness. You're not like actually, it's in your spine. So you are not like, we don't want to compress anymore. We want to lift and open up the shoulders, open the chest, lengthen the spine. And so all those stretches that I show like on the wall and things, that's to help open up your chest and open up your spine. I'm really bad yeah. at that because I feel like when I do that, I'm like pushing out my boobs. And you I are. You've got great boobs. I know, but I just feel like I'm walking <laughs> around like this. And I'm not like a fan of this. Well, you don't have to walk around like that. It's more about like the spine just being tall. Yeah. But like when you stretch it, yeah, like yes. go for it. Yeah. Taking a multivitamin is literally one of the most important things you can do. Taking care of yourself should always be prioritized, and it's something I swear by. I take mine every day, and it has become an essential part of my morning routine. So we all know Ritual has revolutionized multivitamins. Well, guess what? They have done it again. On top of their already amazing multivitamin, they now offer their essential protein powder. It is so delicious. They recruited their team of scientists from Harvard, I might add, to reimagine protein from the ground up. Essential protein powder was born. It's here to shake things up, whether you're working out, getting your sweat on, or you're more into dog walks to get some coffee. This protein powder is quite literally made for everyone. Honestly, it's like a quadruple threat. Bone health, brain health, muscle health, and also helps you maintain muscle mass as you age. What I love about it most is that it's a clean, plant-based formula specifically created to support the needs at all different stages in my life. Every single person I tell about the essential protein powders literally fall in love. I'm talking 18 plus to pregnancy and postpartum to 50 plus. When I said different stages, I'm in it. Also, I have to mention this protein powder tastes so good on top of everything else it already offers. It has a handcrafted, delicious vanilla flavor. And I'm telling you, Adding this protein powder to my daily smoothies has been a game changer for me. It's easy, it's delicious, and it's a way to get all my nutrition in in one day. So why not shake up your ritual to make trying something new less scary? Ritual offers a money-back guarantee for not 100% in love. Plus, my listeners get 10% off during your first three months. Just visit ritual.com slash lipstick to add essential protein today. That's ritual.com. R-I-T-U-A-L dot com slash lipstick. I promise you, it will become a ritual. In a study by Esquire, 54% of women said they'd rather be hit by a car than considered fat. 
If I'm being honest, I've been those women. So for me, this isn't just a podcast, it's personal. I'm Danielle Robay, TV host and journalist, and years of celebrity interviewing taught me that beauty isn't about what you look like, it's about who you become. Each week, I'm having thought-provoking conversations, digging into the stories of people who put a new spin on pretty. From entrepreneurs and authors to politicians and celebrities, no topic is off limits. So join me every Thursday for a new episode to feel pretty inspired, pretty seen, and best of all, pretty smart. Can you lose weight with just doing Pilates? So weight loss is a lot of different things, right? And I had to learn this growing up. Exercise is one component. You've got nutrition. You've got sleep, which I didn't realize Mm -hmm. until I was older. And then, of course, like your mental wellness in general, your emotional health. And so can you lose weight with just Pilates? It depends. You can lose weight with anything. It just has to be the right formula for you. Yeah, I've had a lot of success stories where people are using just Pilates to lose weight. But if you are someone who is doing something really intense already, like CrossFit and triathlons all the time, like that may not make you lose weight, but maybe it'll tone your abs in a different way. Like it'll make you more flexible. So it depends what your goals are. I do think it's funny. Pilates, I think, is probably one of the only workouts where you can really see a true change and definition in your body. And going back to your Marie Windsor, Mm -hmm. I remember at my first job in 2000, I had that DVD set. And I want to say they said you can see a difference in your body in 10, if you do it for 10 days, like do 10 sessions of the video. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I mean, I was, God bless me back then, I was like 22 years old, uh-huh. but I really did. Like, and I remember someone at work saying, oh, you look different. And mm-hmm. I had been doing it for like two weeks. You know what I mean? And it was just one of those things that like, you know, I was small, so yeah. I, you could see you could definition see so quickly. Right. And I do think that that's one of the things with Pilates where it works deeper muscles mm-hmm. than other workouts do. It does. Yeah. And it depends too. Like the reason why you can't see definition is if you have like a layer of fat on top, right? So like that's why the cardio or the nutrition really like has to come into play because as defined as you are inside, if it's covered by a layer of fat, you're not going to see it. So it, again, it all goes back to where you're starting and where you want to go. So let's go into that and we'll come back to what I was going to ask. But so go into a little bit of nutrition. I know you have a registered Mm -hmm. dietitian on your team that you work with. What part do you think nutrition plays in your overall health? It's everything. It's a lot because it's not just about how you're feeding your body. It's how you feel too. I mean, for me also, cooking is a big part of my life because I enjoy that process. It brings me like a state of zen. Like I I really enjoy it. But nutrition was huge. I went on a 90-day journey like two years ago. And actually, I'm going to dive into this a little bit. But at this point in my life, I had been on social media for so long, over a decade. And Molly, I'm sure maybe you're used to this too. Like people just start complaining about you, attacking you and criticizing like, oh, never, (laughs) never, I've never heard that. Oh no, never. Yeah. 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 So, so then I started like feeling I was like whittling down to like this vanilla cupcake with no personality. Like couldn't say anything without being attacked. Like everything I had to be so like conscious about. And I was like, this is not how I want to live my life. And also stuff was going on at, you know, my own like company, toxic culture and stuff. And everything was weighing on me internally, but also like physically. I wasn't looking my best or feeling my best. So at this point in my life, I was like, I want to go on a journey to get in the best shape of my life mentally, physically, and emotionally. Mentally, I mean, that vanilla cupcake mentality. I wanted to be able to, you know what? If I want to say something, I'm just going to say it. Like I wanted to be strong again. I had lost my spine at this point because— even walking into my own office, 
I could barely breathe. Like, like my heart was beating irregularly. I've had those moments. Yeah. And I was like, this is not right. Not okay. I was like, I need to be reborn. Like, this is not okay. So I went into this journey, announced it on social media. And it was wild because a lot of my fans, my own fans were saying, Cassie, you're a hypocrite. You're a bad role model to women. How dare you? You have an eating disorder. You have a mental disorder. You are unwell. Like, get off social media. All because I said, I want to get in the best shape of my life, right? But here, I'm going to dive into it a little bit because coming from the outside, like, you may not understand that. But because I had always been on social media as not like the super toned one, I was like more regular looking. The media put me into a box of, okay, she's going to be the body positive instructor. Like that's going to be her role. And so I gained a lot of fans who were in the body positive community, which is a great thing. But over time, that community changed and it was became about, well, you can't lose weight because if you do, you hate yourself. And the world is not black and white like that. You can improve yourself. You can change. You just have to have a reason for yourself for why. So anyway, when I announced that, a lot of the fans that I had gained from that community were going crazy. Then we had BuzzFeed pick it up. Why? Like, well, because they felt like I had, they felt like I had left them behind or I had changed what I cared about. Now, Cassie because was all you about wanted- losing weight. To lose a little bit of weight, feel better mentally, and feel better physically. It wasn't enough. It was, Cassie, you are a hypocrite. You have a mental disorder. So there was a lot of that. Mental. Do you think that it's just ironic to me? Because it's like body positivity to me is body acceptance. Mm. And it should Mm -hmm. be universal. It should be accepting of any size, right? So to me, body positivity is, I just accept you for you. Yeah, you think they would go the other way and be like, let's do, let's on this journey. You know what I mean? As opposed to, we'll get on it with you. As opposed to, oh, you know, no, you can't lose weight. Yeah, because if I lose weight, I hate myself. So it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. I lost followers. But the most beautiful thing during this 90-day journey is that I did end up finding myself. My spine came back. I was confident. I knew who I was. And yes, my body changed physically. But the most important thing is that my confidence was back. I wasn't that vanilla cupcake. But who cares if your body, sometimes your body, you're going to be exactly. Sometimes your body isn't going to be as tight. Like, what does it matter? Like, I guess that's my question to why they would not. You're still you. Because I think in certain sectors of certain communities, some Sometimes people can take something that's symbolic and make it more than that. Yeah. Right. So my body was supposed to be a statement for something, but like you don't have to be ripped. You don't, you have, don't have to, to be, be ripped because, right. and then like if I am, then it must mean that I have a disorder. I mean, it, that it's very complicated. It's a very complicated topic. But either way, I went through the journey. I I did it. I did lose weight, and then at the end of it, not only was I Cassie Ho, like brimming with confidence, but this confidence leaked out into my business, into everything else. And my business actually started thriving after that. Did you stay off social yeah. media for those 90 days? No, actually, I went in hard. You probably you went, in, went in, hard. in hard. For 90 days, I said, I am going to blog every single day. Because what Good happened was that when after a year, a decade of people saying stuff to me, I went from blogging seven days a week to once a month to even less than that because I was so afraid to speak. And so a part of my journey was not only am I going to work out, eat clean and do all this stuff for 90 days and journal for 90 days, I was also going to blog for 90 days and say exactly what's on my mind. So it was such a great exercise for me. Yeah. Good for you. I mean, that, good for you that because that a lot is not easy. And it's, no. but it's, at one point you do find yourself, well, I don't want to say that or gosh, I don't want to do that. That mm-hmm. might upset them. And, or I don't want to make them think that I'm this person or I feel like 
I'm doing, you know what I mean? Like you start doubting yourself and then it's like, you're not living your life for yourself. Not no, your I wasn't. At all. I wasn't. And like, I had a breakdown. I was like, I can't do this anymore. And really around that time, I was thinking like, I'm going to shut down Blogilates, shut down Popflex. I don't want to, I'm not cut out for this because things were not going well in the office, you know, with my own team. Things weren't going well on social media. I was like, I'm not cut out for this. But you know what? It's that moment when you think everything is going to be over, that you give it one last chance. Like that's the magic moment, that resilience. Yeah. And I'm so glad I didn't give up. On that 90 day journey. Walk us through it. Yeah. Was it harder than expected? What kind of fitness, nutrition, mental program did you put yourself on? So what I did was, so I have a 90-day journal that I had developed a while ago, and I was filling that out every day with what I ate, how much I slept, how much water I was drinking, and like how I felt. Like that's like the whole thing about the journal. And so I started out trying keto. I've basically tried almost every diet so have I. in the world. Yeah. So, <laughs> the show. so have I. Keto was the one I hadn't tried. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start this 90-day journey with keto and see how that goes. And the great thing is that 90 days is really long time. Enough time for you to see a difference, but also make mistakes and like change it too. And I was like, I'm going to start keto, but if I don't want to stay keto, that's fine. So that was nutrition. But I had generally been mainly paleo-ish before. Then for workouts, I was doing a mix of anything that I wanted. So dance, Pilates, weightlifting, running, like all of that, whatever I was feeling. And I wrote down my workouts every day so that I like knew like check off. I got movement. in. Did you see a difference? Oh yeah. I saw a difference. Basically I lost maybe like five pounds doing keto like the first month, which is normal for me when I try like a new diet. And then it usually plateaus. Then what started happening that I wasn't happy with was that I started getting these headaches. It's like part of the keto flu because you're not getting enough nutrients of or vitamins of some sort. So actually, I changed my diet to add in more fruits and veggies, which is like more my vibe. Yeah, right. I don't need all the cheese. I don't do the cheese. And I'm like lactose intolerant, so it's not good for my skin. So anyway, I changed it up. Then I stopped plateauing. Then it was plateauing again. Then I was like, okay, I need to like check other things going on. So I actually started counting my calories, which look, I think this can be, it's good for some people who are like really on it. But for other people, it can actually trigger like a negative relationship with food. So anyway, I wanted to know, okay, how many carbs am I getting? How many, how much protein? And really like figure it out. So your, your, your macros, macros, protein, everything, fat. everything. And so not only was I like weighing myself, getting my body fat, I was tracking everything because I wanted to figure out what is the formula that gets Will me work. to my best self. And if I need to like lean down for something, I know. Boom. Do what I did on the 90-day journey. We were just talking yeah. about that elimination. Like, you yeah. know, we do it with certain things. Like, it's great to do it with food. It's great to do it, like, even with your wardrobe. It's like, yeah. do you yeah. really need that? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I did that. Figured out what was bloating me, what was not making me feel good. Marie Kondo your food. You know? Does it bring you joy? Does, does it bring, it bring you, you joy? <laughs> does it bring you bloat? So I figured that out. And then after 90 days, I lost, like, 17 and a half pounds. Wow. But yeah. Stop it. Yeah. And I've, like, kept it off. This for you two look years. Incredible. Thank you. And Thank what? You. So, what do you eat? What's what do I eat? Take it. Typical day. Okay. Typical day. It's mostly like veggies and lean protein, if I'm being like good, but I'm a desserts girl. I love ice cream. And I told you I'm lactose intolerant, but still, I love ice cream. So, that's like once in a while, but mostly it's like, you know, zucchini noodles with like chicken, lots of fruit. I love my fruits, but yeah, it's the balance of that. So, for me, grains personally really bloat me reds bloat me. So I try to stay away from that. But if we're celebrating and there's cake, you know. Yeah, of course you're to. going to. Yeah. 
Do you have like your go-to snacks? Do you do smoothies? Do you have mm-hmm. bars? Like what? Give us some love. Oh, give us some love. Okay. Well, I actually just tried it. The Saqqara bar. Have you tried no. that? The, the metabolism bar? or the beauty? The beauty. I like the beauty more than the metabolism. It tastes it's so good. good. I it's know. So good. I know. It's so, I love it's the packaging. So I love the Their packaging. packaging it's so like beautiful. a pinky red. Yes, like, just flowers. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I love Saqqara. Yeah. I actually do their food delivery every now and then, you know, just to hold myself accountable and get a little bit, because I love meat as well. And like, yeah. sometimes I need to get more plant-based, more uh-huh. veggies, more fruits, but I'll let you know. But I do, I love the beauty bar from Saqqara. It is so good. You know, also what is really good. Okay. If you're craving pancakes, but you don't want to do the whole grain thing or whatever. What? The paleo one? Yes. From, yes. 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 yes, yes. And the banana. One, one egg, two banana. Yeah. No, wait. Two eggs, one banana. Yeah. And there's a yeah. paleo company that makes it in the little, I think it might actually be, we make the brownies from them. The gluten-free one. Birch, birch blender. Uh-huh. Yes. Birch blender. My producer. Yes. Birch blenders. <laughs> you just called it. Birch blenders has an incredible kind of keto pancake mix. Ooh, it's so good. Birch Blenders yeah. is actually such a good brand too, for those of you. And Simple Mills and Uncle Bob's, right? Is it Uncle Bob's? Bob, Bob Mills. No, know. Simple Mills. Bob's Red Mill? Bob's Red Mill. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep. You know. <laughs> I discovered this bread. I actually just ordered a case of it for Molly. It's a keto bread. Keto or paleo? I can't remember now. But it's carbonat. It's got one net gram of carbs, mm-hmm. 50 calories a slice. Wait, is this the one from Costco? No. Okay. I don't know where it's from. It's called carbonat. I okay. want to say they make it out of Canada. It is the seeded gluten-free one uh-huh. is ridiculous. And you feel great. Like you don't feel like you've eaten bread. Like yeah, it doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. make you feel like right. that heavy. Like I don't feel great when I eat bread. Yeah, me neither. It is delicious. And oh, it's, my gosh. I'm obsessed with it. I just ordered a case of it for her house. Okay. Like also the gluten-free bread at Trader Joe's though, really good. Oh, like good. really good. You just put like, like in the oven. It's just like slightly crispy. It's called slightly chewy. Oh, it's like so I love good. a it's chewy. Avocado. I love a little chewy. I love an yes. avocado. Okay. You've now gone down this road with yourself. Do you do the same with when you're approaching and working with your clients? Like, what do you tell women who are struggling and feel like they have to meet certain body standards? Because we read, or actually we saw a video Mm -hmm. that you talked about how the ideal body has changed over the years. Will you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So I did a post where I was photoshopping my body to look like ideal body types from throughout the centuries. So for example, in the Renaissance times, women were thicker, more voluptuous, because that actually showed that you had money and that you were rich, right? And then you head over to you know, Marilyn Do we want Monroe. to go back in that time? <laughs> I mean, I would love to. I'd be slathering myself. Yes. And then we go to the 20s and it's like no boobs, no flapper. hips, like flapper, right? Okay. Then now we're in Kim Kardashian times and it's like voluptuous Coke bottle, you know, oh, like yeah. more than Marilyn Monroe time. So it's always changing. And so I thought it'd just be interesting to show how the ideal women's body types change throughout the years. And that went super crazy viral because it was like, wow, we cannot treat our bodies like fashion. They are permanent. They are honest. And we, yeah, we can be the best version of ourselves, but like I'm never going to have a big old butt. I just don't have that. My genetics don't allow it. So I need to figure out how to become the best version of me. Yeah. And yeah. do you talk to your clients about that when yeah. they want to be like a certain either ideal weight or they want to have this kind of, you know, we all kind of have this picture of we were like talking about this, like uh-huh. we want to like look at a picture now and appreciate yeah. it as opposed to like looking at a picture a year from now or yeah. two years from now and really have that acceptance. Yeah. Do you work with your clients on that? I mean, this is so important. It's so important to be able to, it goes back to that why. 
Like, why are you doing this? And it's okay to say, hey, I want to do this because I want to lose like 20 pounds. Like, that's okay. But the most important thing is that you make sure that your why is so strong that when you are in a hole and you like want to quit and you want to do all this stuff that like gets you off track, that you're like, no, remember the why. And this is why I'm going to stick on this track. And also it's important to find your the joy in your fitness journey. Because if you don't enjoy it, you're going to give up. And so for me, that's the most important thing. So I my whole mission is to help spread the joy of fitness. And if people don't find that joy, then like, then I'm not helping them enough. Give us a few tips, hacks, whatever you want to call it for New Year's, like your New Year's resolutions that can help anyone who's listening to really set them up for success. Okay. It's mm-hmm. January 1. Yep. We're praying. We're thinking. We're <laughs> like, what are we going to do? What is our year going to look like? Cassie Ho. Okay. Take it away. All right. Number one thing is I think it's really fun to join a challenge. I really do. Like I am a challenge-based yeah. person. And so, for example, one challenge that I really loved that we uh, did a while back that Taylor Swift actually ended up up doing like she tweeted and said it and I was like oh my gosh like life dreams have been accomplished I love Taylor so that's much a li- that's a life dream I mean that is lit- literally life dream um so I have like this thing called the 100 ab challenge and basically you do 100 reps of an ab move every day for 30 days like it's like so simple and of course that's not really your entire workout but it's something that gets you excited to check something off every day. And it gives you routine. It gives you something to keep following, which for me is extremely important because that creates that whole like lifelong habits, like making movement a habit, something a part of your daily life. Okay, so that's number one. Secondly, I book myself an appointment with myself to work out. Like put it in your planner, put it in your phone. Because if you don't, it's going to go to the back burner. You're going to be like, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. And then what? It's been like, Three months. And then I carry around a 64-ounce bottle with me everywhere I go. 64 ounces. Yeah. I actually drink drink that whole thing. I drink two of them a day. So that gives you a gallon. And like I usually fill it with like some frozen strawberries or some lemons to like give it flavor. Wait, where did you get that bottle? It's like a navy blue, guys, with stars. It's aluminum. Okay, we're featuring. Hold on, Pop Flex. I'm taking your picture. (laughs) Hold. Yes. I love stars. So yeah, I drink two of these a day. It stay super cold. Like I need that. So that's like for my skin, for my digestion and for my energy. So and also just yeah. a lot of times they say when you think you're hungry, you're actually just dehydrated it's and you're true. thirsty. It is true. And if you have headaches, it's because you're thirsty a lot of the time. So the water is great. I fill it up first thing in the morning and it makes me feel accomplished when I am able to finish a couple of them. Or one is good too. Two is a little 64 intense. ounces. 64 ounces. Like twice a day. Yeah. I do that twice a day. Do you feel mm-hmm. a difference? I do because when I when I'm dehydrated, I'm like digestion is moving. So I know like skin is not looking great. I can 64 tell. Sixty four ounces. Okay, and then workout buddy. I mean, it sounds so simple. People keep saying it, but it does work. Like, Accountability. Hundred Accountability. And it makes it fun. Like, hey, what would you eat? Like, what? How are you doing today? Like, I think that's really important. And then finally, what I've been saying this whole interview is set your why. Like, have the why so strong. And then if you've got those five things, it should be good. And then, you know, bonus like sleep, because if you want results and you're eating clean and working out and you're not seeing results, it's probably because you're stressed out. What do you think is the best if someone were trying to start, whether it's keto, pescatarian, Mm -hmm. uh, paleo, what do you think is a good, the med diet, South Beach, like what's a good meal plan that you would suggest for someone to like kind of start out with? So I actually released some meal plans based on what I ate during the 90-day journey. And it's more it's more like paleo-based. There are a lot of fruits. There's nuts and things in there like that. So for me, it's all about 
getting as close to the earth as possible. Like staying away from the processed foods, staying mm-hmm. away from the dairy, the added sugars. But then again, like I'm always going to say this, like fitness and nutrition is so personalized. Yeah. Like it's really hard to prescribe the same thing for every person. In fact, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. So like you can start with a meal plan and like figure it out. Like I tried keto. And I was like, eh, that didn't work for me. I tried vegan for six months. And I was like, okay. I mean, because I love tofu. I love brown rice. I love all me of it. Like, like that's my natural state. But… I noticed that I was getting really soft and like and my muscles were getting soft. I was looking soft and I was tired, which is really weird. That happened with me. Iron. Right? Did you need iron? I'm so tired. Yes. And You're then my husband uh, like threw a basketball at me and bounced like twice on the floor and then hit my shin. I was like literally bruised for a week. Like my yeah. body was just like not accepting Locking the iron. I, I'm yeah. the same. I, you know, I even tried to be pescatarian. Yeah. Just one. I, I did step, that for a few years. Which yeah. was great. I got mercury poisoning. It was phenomenal. Oh, no. But I do want to ask my question from before because okay. I do think it's a really, I know some people are pressed for time. Mm-hmm. They want to know what's five great Pilates moves or five great moves in general that mm-hmm. you could do if you are pressed for time or if you're traveling or whatnot. Like what could you do if, I don't have my computer in front of me. Mm-hmm. What would you recommend are five strong moves to make you feel like you've started your day off right? Okay. This might be a little bit hard to discuss on a podcast without showing, but let me just give you one that isn't Pilates because I think this is super easy. When I am in a new city and I'm traveling like during normal times, I do like going for a nice little jog or walk around so to explore the city. Yeah. So that's like easy. Put your headphones on, listen to an audiobook or something or just take in the sights and the views. But Pilates wise, I mean… Like the hundred is, you can is do, like always you can the do, one that I know of. You can do that. I think play squats are awesome. Mm-hmm. Play squats are awesome because they work your butt, your thighs, like it gets your heart rate up. Like that's for sure. If you want more cardio, please squat, but jump at the end. Then oh, you're really burning calories. Okay. Ab wise. I mean, there's like so many, but like the Pilates roll up. So you're laying flat, your arms behind your head. Then you like roll up and come down. One roll up equals six crunches. So that's like a lot of core oh, wow. strength. You know what's really good too? So it's that same idea. It's called the earthquake. So basically you're sitting, right? Your legs are out straight. Your arms are in front of you just like this. And all you're going to do is like lean back with a straight spine to your tipping point and you will start shaking. Yes. And that's why I call it the earthquake. And like basically, if you want to make it harder, you can raise one arm, raise the other arm. And like that is like core strength, like being tested. I love that move. Do you still shake? I do because you're always supposed to like just go lower and lower. So if I'm not shaking, I know I'm not trying hard enough. So yeah, I still shake. It's intense. Do you work on a machine at all? I've done reformer. I used to teach reformer, but I really like Matt because you can take it anywhere with you. You can take it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a lot of people can have a machine at home necessarily. No, and so it's, you can't. it's yeah. expensive. Like, it's hard. Yeah. All right. You are beautiful. Dark hair, beautiful skin. This Aww. wouldn't be Glowing a Glowing skin. Glowing. I mean, literally, she has a nice <laughs> shimmer on the makeups. <laughs> yeah. So, what is your go to skincare? Oh my gosh, my go to skincare. Okay, this is so bad, you guys. I like didn't have a skincare routine until literally like five months ago. No. Like for real. No, for real. For real. Always. How does your skin look so good? Well, you know what it is? It's the nutrition. That's my skincare routine. And if genetics. I'm being, if I'm being, well, I grew up with acne and like it's been bad. It's taking away of the dairy cleared my acne. I wow. Agree. Okay. When I drink a milkshake, it's particularly that combination because it's, uh, milk and sugar in high volume, 
I will break out in 30 minutes. Like my skin shows me what's not working for me. So taking out the dairy has helped drinking all the water, 64 ounces times two a day. That has helped in all the veggies and fruits really helps too. But in terms of like skincare routine, I'm testing things. I'm doing, you know, my oils, my like under eye cream. Like this is all new to me. Like I can't what is, even. What's some of your favorite brands? Um, I love Sunday Riley. I actually use like almost all of their products. Yeah. Great the product. CEO I, I love is it. the orange yeah. one, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And then what is the one that like reduces wrinkles within like five minutes? Like the, it's in a white bottle. Like I have that too. It's like, I'm oh, so good jeans. Yes. Look at you. By the way, the water cream is so good. My husband <gasps> oh, loves that one. I love a good water cream. Yeah, me too. It just feels so weightless and nice. So yeah. Okay. Makeup. Because okay. that highlighter is beautiful. Oh, that yeah. shimmer on the cheek. On the everything. Cheek. The blush. Everything. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I don't know what's on my face right now. Like <laughs> beauty brands just send me stuff and I just use whatever. So I literally couldn't tell you. But the uh, eyelashes, I'm very happy about because I've tried. I've always wanted eyelashes to be so long ever since I was a kid. But my mom thought that if she, if I wanted long eyelashes, if she cut them, that oh they would God. grow even longer. So she cut my eyelashes as a baby. No, oh she did God. not. She did not. And I feel like they never grew back. And so like throughout my whole like life, I've been wearing like fake lashes. I've got extensions. And just recently, um, I started using Latisse to help growth. It does grow a lot. So I'm very happy about that. But then what like really changed the game was I got like this liquid mascara thingy from Thrive Cosmetics. Facebook ad like just served it to me. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll try it. It straight up just like lengthens. I'm like it's, so excited. Do you know how many mascaras she has sold? No, it is an I don't. It's in a I green. I've never tried green, it. Yes, green, it is, yeah. In a teal tube, green tube. Yeah. Tube, yeah. Uh-huh. Hair. Hair. Beautiful, dark, jet black, beautiful hair. I, you curl it. It's beautiful. Yeah. You know, I just got the Dyson Airwrap. It's actually fun. Okay, so you know why I got it? I was like curling my bangs and I burnt the top of my forehead. I was like, that's it. I'm not doing that anymore. So I got the Dyson Airwrap and I love it. So you guys can't see Cassie, but it is like a little bit of a bend, a little bit of a wave. It's full <laughs> and that's just the Airwrap. That's just the Airwrap this morning. There's no like, it was, my hair was slightly damp and I just like did it while listening to a podcast. It was so fun. But the hair growth actually was because I stopped lightening my hair. Mm. When I dyed it black again, well, actually dark brown or whatever you see here, it became healthy. And so it stopped breaking. So that's my hair. And it's all Your the food. Hair. It's back to all the food. Lip gloss, lipstick. I'm just wearing Vaseline. Beautiful. Any Thank supplements you. you take, by the way? Ooh, supplements. I'll take some collagen. I'll take protein powder. And like, I'm starting like a vitamins routine right now, but it just set the start of that journey. I like mm-hmm. a few vitamins. Really supplements, do, yeah. I think, sometimes can be very overwhelming for a lot of people. It's and really there's so many out there. You don't know who to trust. Okay. Before we go, Cassie Ho, we do a little bit of rapid fire. Okay. So what's your best beauty advice you've ever received? My best beauty advice is something that I saw. I remember walking into a party and this one girl was dressed really like, not like everyone else. She was just kind of wearing whatever and everyone else was trying to like impress. And I was like, oh, what's wrong with her? But when she came to my table and she started talking, she became the most beautiful person in the room because her mind was so brilliant. Like she was brimming with confidence and I actually found her to be the most beautiful person in the room. So my best beauty advice is knowing who you are and letting that shine because that really, it's all that does matter. You know, the rest of the stuff is fun and to play with, do your hair with a Dyson Airwrap and put on cute highlighter. But that true beauty does come from the confidence that glows from your eyes. I love that. Coffee or tea? Tea. Your biggest pet peeve? Ooh, when people are not grateful for something. They just want thank you. Worst advice you've ever received? 
Ooh, worst advice was when my parents told me to quit teaching Pilates in college. (laughs) (laughs) Go-to cocktail. I don't drink alcohol. So I usually just get like sparkling water with some cranberry juice. I want to be you. No, you know why? Do you know why? No. Because I like haven't been drunk in my life. Like I don't even know what it feels like because I will just black out. You and my dad. My dad drank milk on his wedding day. (laughs) Did he really? Geza? Mm -hmm. Tell me some Geza. All right. Do you have a beauty guru you're obsessed with? Ooh, do I have a beauty guru that I'm obsessed with? I don't know. But when I was looking for a skincare routine, I looked up Michelle Fawn's skincare routine and just copied her. I love her. So oh, I love her, her too. Yeah. Favorite indulgence? A good matcha milkshake. Mm. Uh, yeah. What color is your toothbrush? White. Of course it is. It's super Wait, chic. Why, why is that a question? Because <laughs> it's fun. If okay. you could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh, if I could have a superpower. Oh, definitely teleportation. What are you reading? I actually just started Becoming Trader Joe. It's written by the founder of Trader Joe's. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. I just started reading that. But before that, I mean, I have a whole list of books that I read. I usually love reading founder stories. What podcasts do you listen to? I have so many. But right now, I am listening to Hidden Brain. Sometimes they get me some noble blood, which talks about, you know, High, powerful people of the past in royal palaces who had murderous, like, oh you know, my history. God, isn't that oh, like, murder. I, and give me, like, a high-powered murder from the past. Oh, mm, let me yeah, tell you. Let's talk about the, the crowns and the kings. Yes. Cassie Ho, if you were to give your 10-year-old self a piece of advice, what would it be? Don't sweat about homework so much. Mm. Because I really did. <laughs> I was so stressed out about homework. Academics was such a big part of my life that, I mean— that's how like me not sleeping like began. It was like projects and tests and all this stuff. And like, I think it taught me how to be disciplined, but really I was too stressed out about it. I was the same. Are your yeah. parent, were your parents immigrants? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mine too. Yeah. From where? Uh, Hungary. Hungary. Okay. From Vietnam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, there was, it was like, you were a doctor or a lawyer or you were bust. Literally the same thing. <laughs> Literally my dad told me the same thing. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> You're amazing. We love you. We're going to stick to your New Year's resolutions. You guys, I'm going to go get that bottle. I'm going to go get that oh, bottle. Oh, you should. We'll put it up on mollysims.com and on our stories and on Lipstick on the Rim at Blogilates. You guys can find her at YouTube at Blogilates. You're amazing. I cannot wait to see you. I cannot wait to work with you. And she's going to come to my side. Yeah. We do some Pilates. Yeah. No, I love it. I love your journey. I love that you found this passion as a freshman and look at where you are today and the empire you're building. And, you know, it's not easy. And I think sometimes people think that journey is so easy, but it is. There's ups and downs and there's meadows and there's mountains and there's gullies and there's there's peaks. Exactly. Exactly. You know, without those gullies, like you say, you don't appreciate the peaks. So we need all of it. Yeah. And it's important, you know, to kind of look where you came from and look Mm -hmm. where you're going. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you so for much. having you guys, me. So nice to meet you. It's so, so nice, nice to meet, meet you. you. You guys, be sure to tune in next week. You guys are going to be obsessed. And challenge yourself. Challenge yourself. <laughs> you got this. We love you guys. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims and my ride or die, Emisha Gormley. We are so excited to bring you guys along on this journey. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Lipstick on the Rim and Molly B. Sims or my website where you can dive just a little bit deeper into my favorite products, trends, and more at mollysims.com. This podcast is a production with Dear Media. 
Wanted to give a special thanks to my team, Ashley Gasparian, Schaefer Carrillo, Ashley Sanchez, and Michelle Harrison and everyone at Dear Media. Don't forget to listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss out on the fun. 